Blog Talk Radio. You know, some people think I'm a little strange. Other wrestlers think I'm a little strange. In fact, a lot of wrestlers don't even want to wrestle the animals. Why, I don't know. Is it because when I pick a guy up from a body slam and I slam him to the floor? <laughs> Maybe it's too much for me. And when the anvil climbs the top rope and pow! <laughs> comes down upon people, Maybe they don't like that. Maybe that hurt. <laughs> I love hurting other wrestlers, especially real big wrestlers. Real big challenges. I like the challenges. <laughs> All right, rest in peace. Jim the Anvil Nyhard, dead at 63. Maybe we'll get a call from him later. We'll see. How, how would that be possible? Well, because the sports addict is hooked up uh, through a folder, guys. Uh, to heaven. We have a direct line to heaven, so we can't get real people, live celebrities to call in, but we certainly could get the deceased, and uh, that might be happening a little later tonight. Wow. All right. Uh, yeah, rest in peace, Jim the Anvil Nighthart. I always liked him better than Bret Hart. I know that's a very controversial statement, but it's true. I definitely enjoyed uh, Jim Nyhart's style more than Bret Hart's style, even though Bret Hart was definitely a better wrestler. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we are on uh, Facebook as well. The Sports Machine right now is letting us know that. Um, thank you, Sports Machine, as always. Appreciate uh, your input. Yeah. A big... Oh. Wow. Hey, Sports Machine. Sports Machine, How I think it's dead. I think the Sports Machine died. Well, that's all right. Wow. It's uh, it's another edition of Live at the Sports Attic. We're a day late. We're not a dollar short, though. Uh, we, we're a day late for a, for a very solid reason. Al Larcher here. He's uh, he's my co-host. My name's Clark Lawson. Uh, we were we were a member of uh, Chicago's comedy accident, and last night for Al's birthday, a lot of the uh, a lot of members who have been members of Comedy Accident, a lot of people were there last night at your birthday dinner. Oh yeah, what a what a pleasure that was seeing everybody. I turned uh, the backside of thirty, as John Connolly once sang. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I I'd say I'm feeling good, but I'm not. I, I damn near died Saturday night. Listen, the day before my birthday, Man, I almost unreal. overdosed on Ambisol. Oh, of all geez. things, Ambisol. Ambisol, like the spray. Is that like the numbing agent? Yeah, the right? numbing yeah. agent. The, yeah, yeah, the yeah, shit yeah, you yeah, rub yeah. on your gums. Yeah, I was. I have a toothache. I have an infected tooth, and the dentist does nothing except tell you to go to get a root canal, and then the root canal guy takes like a week to get to. So I've been suffering in some of the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Damn near dying at points. And it was Saturday morning, and I had to work um like a twelve ten hour shift at a karaoke bar. Yeah, and. Um, I needed some sleep. I worked the night before on three hours of sleep in, a, in severe pain, and I, it, it almost killed me. And I was going on now, no sleep, and 
I took some pain medicine. Nothing was working. I was rubbing Amosol on my gums. It wasn't working. So finally, I, I'm just like, man, this stuff's not getting to wherever the pain is. So I, I just took a swig of it, and I swished it around where the pain was happening. Right. And then I started then feeling it out. I spit it out. I started feeling a little weird, like, oh, it might be working. It might not be working. Right. But I, I'm also like, this isn't right. So I Google Ambisol. Right. And it turns out that... If it, too much of it gets absorbed in your bloodstream, it cuts off your oxygen supply, and you, you get That's a stroke. That's not good. Yeah. No, you so, don't want to have a stroke. So now I got the damn Fitbit on my arm, you know, and I'm noticing my my You're checking your heart rate. My heart your rate is heart really rate. low. It's at like 45. That's your resting heart rate? That's what's going on with the Ambisol at 45. Oh, man. So I'm like, oh, my God, I think I'm dying because it said it slows your heart rate down. I'm like, yeah. this is it. I'm I'm gone. And then I fell asleep, and I woke up. So well, apparently everything was okay. You are here. I'm, I'm glad you're here. The toothache is a hell of a thing. And, uh, you have a root canal coming up here in just a few days. A few days, yeah. Hopefully that offers you some relief, pal. I hope so, too. Man, I have just lost my thoughts on everything here these, today. No, uh, I understand. I've had a toothache that's been very, very bad where uh, things don't help it. And, you know, we've we've been there. Man, Al, I've been there where uh, I can't concentrate i can't even operate i can't do anything i've been at work where sometimes the only things that can help you out are just like uh like you like you do the ice cold water mine always found room temperature water for some reason cold made it worse well a lot of mine worse it's very rare for the cold water to be the one that helps you yeah you're you're on the other side yeah i found a certain like i I it's a certain it's a certain certain toothache jesus that does require a root canal yeah, I think most toothaches yeah. eventually require a root canal. Well, I definitely know that you haven't been feeling yourself with this, uh, but thank you for coming on and doing the show tonight. One of the reasons that we noticed was yesterday uh, there were people there waiting at the bar. Uh, you know, Patrick made it. Brent made it. Uh, Lauren, Keegan. And at 7.02, Al Archer walked in for a 7 o'clock dinner. And one thing that I know about Al Archer is that he is a punctual man. I am very punctual. I do not believe in being late. And, but the uh, one day that you can get away with it is definitely on your birthday. Sure, sure. Yeah. I felt like I wasn't – believe me, it crossed my mind when I was in the Uber and I saw I was going to be approximately two minutes late. I'm like, man, should I call? Uh, and I'm thinking, no, my friends are consistently late. They have no respect for time. So I'll probably be the first one there anyways. And I, it, a smile came over my face when I was, looked through the window and yeah. I saw my friends is sitting there waiting for me. Well, I looked through the window and I see Patrick there. And I, I was kind of stunned. Because one thing about Patrick is... Notoriously late. No, he's fashionably late. Like, he shows up at the right time. Notoriously generally. late. Generally at the right time. I'm a fan. I'm okay with him doing that. You are I incorrect. Know I know it. You know it. It's okay that that's what it is. Incorrect. And we forgive him even. Oh, the sports even machine though. is working again. Thank God that fired up. You're welcome. Dude. Your birthday morning. Uh-huh. It was actually kind of the night before for you. Uh, the G1 finished up. It New did. Japan Pro. It did. Obviously, we're going to get to talking about a little bit about. Oh, that big, big breaking news. Yeah. Locally. Here. Enzo Amore says oh, he'll G1. never wrestle again. Yeah, I saw that. Breaking. 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 I, think, uh, I think the news you're talking about was broken by Adam Schefter. Earlier today. Oh, you're talking about the linebacker for the Chicago Bears. About uh, Ro and Gary. About Ro Khan. Ro Khan. Ro- 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 That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. Ro Khan. I remember Ro. 
Yeah, yeah Rokan. Rokan. See, now I'm going to be calling Rokan for the next. Yeah. Thank you, Clark. All right, we'll get to New Japan Pro Wrestling as well. There's a few football things that I would like to discuss with you a little bit. Um, we'll talk about your birthday morning, the G1 final, the final of the tournament, which yeah. the stories told were amazing. I've been covering that uh, for the last month now, and yeah, I'm I'm excited. All right, we'll talk about that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, have you noticed that uh, today uh, a couple big players in fantasy football had a couple tweaks? Uh, Antonio Brown, right? Uh, something went on with him, and then a uh, rookie. It's great reporting. Rookie, Clark. Uh, Giants running back Saquon Barkley. Did you catch that news as well? I, I have not. I've been, uh, Schefter I've says it again. Up. Even though Steelers Antonio Brown limped off the practice field today, he did not aggravate his quad, in, quad injury. He is fine, according to a source familiar with the condition. Nothing significant. Okay, so it sounds like everything's good. That doesn't uh, concern me that much. That happens in the course of practices. And here I have Diana Russini with uh, the news on Saquon Barkley. Tweaked his hamstring in practice. Source says he's fine. Giants do not seem to be worried. So while these are interesting tidbits there, Al, uh, I don't believe that they should impact week one of fantasy football this year. No. I also don't feel that the news that Schefter broke today, uh, a little over three hours ago, uh, he tweeted that Bears and first-round pick Roquan Smith working to put finishing touches on an agreement and have a deal done by the end of the day per source. Holdout looks to be coming to an end shortly. And then shortly after that, he said that it's going to be a four-year guaranteed $18 million slotted deal per the CBA. Good. Deal will include about $11 million in the form of bonuses. Patrick in the chat room tonight over on uh, Facebook. Oh, is he? Yeah. Hey, Pete, you were there. What if you're always late and I've always been on time? What do you think of that, Al? I don't know. That's true. No, I don't think that's true. I'm so glad that that I had his back while he was listening. I I did not know he was listening. Well, you you know, I mean, it's it's not having someone's back. It's just a fact, right? Like, late is late. It's, It's late. I was late. We I was started. two minutes late, but I was you late. You were late. We, we were late, late starting the show. We were late starting the show. We I mean, there's no defense of it. There's reasons. There's right. reasons. Right. But there's there's no defense. I mean, you're late. You're stamped as late. It's that. Black Kinda and like white. I was thinking the Bears may once again have no defense if Roquan Smith hadn't signed. No, they, uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm getting a little bit excited now they, about the Chicago Bears. I'm excited about the Bears. I'm excited about football. I'm excited we're just a couple weeks away. Uh, Washington Redskins had a big uh, injury. You left that off your injury report. I did there. leave that off over here, pal. What do you got? They're uh, they're starting running back on for the year. The rookie. Um, can't think of his Excellent name right reporting now. over there, Al. Ga- Gouch, Gouch, I think it is. He's down, down, and they don't have any running backs. Like there's really nobody for the Washington Redskins to run the ball with. And uh, right now, uh, Darius Goose, Juice. Gauss? 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 I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. He's injured for the year, so I don't need to learn his name, uh, which is a nice thing, because Chris Thompson is now, once again, the Redskins running back, and um, I actually have him projected pretty high in uh, for tournament play Okay. in week one of uh, DraftKings, although they, they, they always split those carries, and I, I'm not a big fan of the running, the running game of Washington anyways, but yeah. The the two running back systems that a lot of teams run make uh, the running back position in fantasy football very interesting. Really quite interesting, Al. You, you need somebody strong, but a lot of times between the two of them, they can score you well, especially in a PPR league, right? 
Yeah. With with fantasy football, with football in general, especially in daily fantasy, you want to pay for touches. Okay. That's what you want to do. At the end of the day, yes, a guy uh, like LeVon Bell is going to cost you an arm and a leg, but you know what? Spend it because you know he's going to get the touches. He's going to get the opportunities. Where a guy who splits time with other guys, you just don't know. You know he'll put... You know, it's the difference between 10 touches a game versus 22. You want yeah. the 22, pay right. for it. Yeah, absolutely. So I generally don't like to go too deep down into the running back game outside of, like, injury plays and uh, that kind of stuff. No. All right. I'm with you on that. You know, I am on some pain pills tonight, so I'm a little, uh, little out of it. I always have an excuse. How are you feeling with those? I'm feeling okay. Better than I have been. I haven't had the, oh, my God, I need to swallow Ambisol moment in the last couple of days. That's yeah. good. For my well, birthday, I got really drunk, which I think helped a lot. So Mix I was drinking a Japanese beer, and, and you yeah. walked in, and I said, hey, do you want one of these beers? And you, you pulled your, you, you've known me how long? I don't drink beer. I was like, oh, all right, that's cool. It was your birthday. I wasn't going to push back. But that's not entirely true. Because somewhat recently, like when you were in Japan, I know that you enjoyed a beer while you were there. I saw you at, a, uh, at an American party, a Rocky Four party that turned okay. into a think tank show here a couple weeks ago. You were drinking a beer. <laughs> so I thought that perhaps I, maybe offering you a beer was a good idea. No, it's stupid. Oh, it's, how dumb could I be? It's horrible. Oh, idea. how awful. At the Tokyo Dome in Japan, I'm at one of the great baseball parks in American history. I want to have a beer and a hot dog. So I had a Japanese beer and a Japanese hot dog. Yeah. It was mocking you, Clark. That's all that was. It was a mockery of the uh, typical... American baseball fan. Well, I thought maybe for your birthday you wanted to have a beer to remember that experience. No. And then at the Rocky party. I apologize for offering. At the Rocky party. At the Rocky party. What were my options? There was beer. Yeah. And? More beer. Beer. Different brands of beer. Yep. Beer. That's all there was. What the hell was I going to do? I got. I could have choked to death on a hot dog or something. If it had been two, three years from now, I know know a neighbor. You could have gone and... Rated the bar over there, probably. Oh, because you're going to be uh, living two doors down. Three. Three doors down. Kryptonite. That's right. You are kryptonite. Yeah. yeah. It makes a lot of sense. I hope you... I'm going to get you a plaque made Clark's in the front of your house that just says kryptonite. kryptonite. Yeah. All right. Fair. That's ridiculous. Well, you're the so, one who moved three doors down. So anyway, then when we got to the table, it was a highball is what you ordered. And yeah, people I love just that. followed suit. They followed Al. Al's been to Japan, so I'm just going to follow what Al's doing because he knows what he's doing around here. And it was uh, made with, what was that? Uh, Suntory. Suntory. Suntory whiskey. That's, it was fantastic. Yeah. It no, was, in Japan, man. Suntory and water. Suntory and, uh, it should be soda water. Suntory and soda water. Yeah. You also don't drink soda water. I don't. Okay. It was my birthday. My Clark. bad for offering you a beer. It was my birthday. Yeah, why, my, would you, my why, why would I offer you? You should. I, I get it. You I know understand. what? I hate fucking but you melon. Didn't have to just yell like I hate melon, Clark. I hate cantaloupe. Cantaloupe's one of the worst tasting things on the planet, and that's like offering. Hey, it's your birthday. You want a cantaloupe? Why mm-hmm. would you offer me something I dislike? Not only don't I drink beer, I've never been a beer fan. I had a lovely time. I like the beers. I had a lovely time Al, last night. Sometimes I enjoy the high road. I don't know if you know it. Um, guys, give us a call if you want to join in the conversation. It's uh, 787-484-8834. That's Clark, Walter Payton. 
8834. That's how you remember that. Yeah, it Very is. Very good. Yeah. Jeff Clark going to be on the show one of these days. He is. He's confirming <laughs> any day now. Oh. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, we all ordered the highballs, followed you on that. Solid drink. Uh, I did very well with it. And then you're cooking the meat yourself right at the thing. To me, Japanese whiskey tastes a lot like scotch. Would you agree? Yes. No There's doubt about it. Excellent call. Taste to it. Very, very good call. And maybe that's how I finally become sophisticated enough to start drinking scotch. I'm more of a bourbon guy still. I need to, I need to work my way over. It's always had too much of a bite. Scotch tends to, and maybe I'm just not drinking the right stuff. I mean, I'm sure I'm not drinking the right stuff. Do it as a highball, I would guess. Yeah, I'll start off with a highball. I don't know if you're ruining scotch, though, by not just drinking it straight. Okay. I've always just drank it straight. I usually drink it on the rocks. Yeah, you drink it on the rocks. But you drink it straight. No, no, I mean straight as in on the rocks. Okay. I get you straight as technically straight. Ice cuts it a little bit. All you need is the ice. I'll throw a little ice in there. Yeah, I enjoy that, too. Uh but yeah, you cook it there at the table. The grill, the grills are there, and that's a that was a thing that you would experience in Japan. That's pretty common. Yeah, it's everywhere. Uh, okay, the hibachi, and Patrick and I, we were in a uh, like this weird like marketplace. Okay, and there were restaurants everywhere. Like every corner, there was a restaurant, and we were both starving. And I think we wanted something good, but like we couldn't find the ideal spot. And my feet were hurting. I was getting cranky. You know, I'm hungry. I get cranky. Uh-huh. He was hungry. He was getting cranky. And like, oh, finally, like, I saw this place. I'm like, let's go in here. Let's go in here. And he was a little hesitant. He was like, well, I'd rather have somebody just cook for me instead of throw it on the table. And I just kept looking because they had the picture of all the meat on the outside. I was just like okay. looking at the marbling. I'm like, man, I got, I got to try that. And thankfully, leading up to the trip to Japan, I was following wrestlers on Instagram. And I always saw the Japanese guys. That's They always show off their meat plates. And I was oh, like, man, that's great. I want that meat plate. And uh, who doesn't? Yeah, we went in there. And we both were yeah immediately like this is amazing. this is it. And the experience last night overall matched up. Yeah, yeah. I think when you have meat that you cook yourself on a grill, yeah, and it's that small, that it's bite sized steak. Mm-hmm. It's just the flavoring is just perfect. I, yeah. There's just something to it that because I tried doing it at home. You did. Yeah, like I I was looking into buying like a home unit. Okay. The kibachi thing. That's probably yeah, it's a probably good not, thing to not do. Not do, yeah. I don't think uh should we get one for like the deck? Well, yeah. I mean if you're having this at the new place? If you're having uh the Con Lawrenson, we can do that. We can we can have a hibachi. And what we can do, Al, is then do live in the live at the sports basement. You're not quite the Con Radisson. You're more like the budget Lawrenson. We can do like the or the uh, uh Lawrenson eight. The ah. Super Lawrence, the Super Lawrenson, the hey. Super Lawrenson Eight, fair, Palace. Sign me, Sign me up. Or we could just call it Kryptonite. 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 No, that's so weird. They uh, had other songs. I don't remember them. I saw Three Doors Down in Sturgis. You went as, to Sturgis? As a bike rally. Yeah, I did. You've been to fucking Sturgis? To Sturgis? How did I just know this now? Like that's, You know I've been to Sturgis. I had I no idea Rock. you've ever been to Sturgis. Yeah. yeah. Are camp, you lying right we now? We camped out. I think it was the Buffalo Chip. I think that's where we were, the big one, the popular one. I mean, Kryptonite played that year, and there was a girl. Uh, her name was Lennon, and she performed. And Lennon uh, had gotten into some uh, kind of... Uh, she had gotten like cease and desist from using the name Lennon, even though that was her real first name. I think the estate of John Lennon uh, had come after her. She played there, 
Uh, but yeah, there was a lot going on. We camped. My uncle and I. Was Is he a random. biker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed it a whole lot. How old were you? Uh, probably twenty-three. Oh. I had just started at the second city. Wow. Yeah. Because uh, oh, I, we saw comedians there too. Cheech and Chong. Yeah, and I went up and talked to a gal. I had like a, I had my nuts on Clark, Clark shirt on. Yeah, like a real dumbass. No, it's funny. Uh, You're at Sturgis. I mean, yeah. What else are you gonna wear? And like people were like Chicago, huh? And then I said this to a gal. I think I asked her something about comedy, and I, I knew I was already at Second City. Um, you knew she, you were already at Second City. Whatever I had asked her, she goes, "So you're a comedian?" I was like, "Yeah." What 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 was what was it? And she's like, "Oh, we know." I was like, "Yeah." And then I told her, I was like, "Well, Second City. I'm I've never done stand up. Right. That shit scares me." But we had a good conversation about it. She was a bit of an older gal. Yeah. And did I did get, Sturgis. Did you get laid at Sturgis? No. No? No. Man. I, the stories I get from Aaron are a whole lot more interesting than your stories, Clark. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. My uncle and I were on a different speed. That, that's about all I had. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm glad you had a nice conversation about Do you understand why you don't know about me going to Sturgis that before? story sucked. I wasn't if I ever go to Sturgis, I'd bang it everything and sucked. That old lady, I'd be telling jokes, you know where. I was a little concerned. Wow. There was dirt in places. And yeah, that's called Sturges, man. There's dirt a, everywhere. You live a, a little. Point. I had a girlfriend. Oh, my God. What a waste of a Sturges story. Why go there with a girl when you have a girlfriend? That's ridiculous, huh? That's about the same as us coming back from training camp and reporting, like, yeah, nothing happened, which was exactly right. what happened. That's I know. I Sometimes you can't make it up. Sometimes there, it's true. There were motorcycles there. Were they loud? No. no. They, no, weren't, they weren't loud? No. They were quiet motorcycles? Yeah. Man, yep. I don't, are you sure you weren't at a senior home? Yeah, I'm sure of it. Al, uh, there were some gifts that you oh. got yesterday. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Sturgis is a town, right? I went there during the bike ride. You sure? Yeah. You, you, you sure you weren't lied to? Yes. I know. I know. What, this doesn't sound like the Sturgis I told I've you heard you about. saw the bands performing. I told you. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a VFW. The venue wasn't VFW, and the band wasn't oh, who's like the, the band with the flute. The uh, flute band. Yeah. Damn it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Moody Blues. Uh, no. Um. Shit. Somebody. Somebody listening knows it. Yeah. Saw them. With almonds. The almonds. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's somebody very specific. So there's a song that people do karaoke da, da, that's way da, too da, long. Da, da. Yeah, uh, no. Da, 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 da. Dong, dong. Uh, who does that song? Oh my God! Well, where to get Jetro Tall? Jetro Tall, Patrick sure. nailed it. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I saw them though. Oh. Well, what flute band? I mean, what, okay. Well, again, this is well, the fake let surges. Me, let me see. find six badass flute bands that aren't Jethro Tull. Uh huh. Now you know what? It was probably Jethro Tull. That's. I mean, that's the definitive flute band. It wasn't Genesis. It wasn't Traffic. It wasn't no. Camel. It wasn't Genesis. Gone. You got the drum solo. And it wasn't the Moody Blues. God damn it, Al. You know who it was? It was Jethro Tull. Uh huh. Absolutely. Yep. Are you sure it wasn't Jared Jared Tall at the via the Sturgis VFW? Yeah, I'm positive. Oh, you're you're into comedy, huh, honey? Yeah. Oh, nuts on oh, Clark. Come on, <laughs> I get <man>. it. <laughs> and your name's Clark. <laughs> All right. Well, um, are you pulling a weapon out? 
No, I mean I'll back off. If, uh, we're keychain brothers. I forgot to mention oh, that last yeah. night. You got I got the uh, cowboy. Hat. I got you. I hope you don't mind. We have matching because uh, they're pretty badass. I dig it. The local blacksmith in Kirkland, Illinois, at the Kirkland Forge, and it's engraved with the Kirkland Forge on there. You got a collector's item. Wow, right there, a little mini the cowboy last hat. forge in America. Yep, blacksmithing. Uh, I saw some cool things in there, but that Shinsuke book looks uh, pretty solid. Yeah, I never would have guessed uh, our buddy Casey would have uh, yeah, no nailed, the, nailed the birthday present. Like, not that I, he's not a thoughtful dude. You would have thought he was going to try to buy you a bunch of shots. Uh, right, right. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have right? guessed yeah. a bottle of booze or something. Sure. But, yeah, you got but me that new Shinsuke book. I mean, book it was and... very thoughtful, nailed it, if I must say so myself. Now i got to <sighs> figure out when to read. I guess before bed, that's usually a good read time. I've gone oh, all digital yeah. on the books, pretty much. Audio. Yeah, audio too. I prefer podcasts to books. Yeah, because if I'm if I get lost into something, you can lose a whole book. Mm. If I'm like playing a video game and like I'm into the game more than I'm listening to the book when you're driving, yeah. There's a lot of times I have to turn it off and switch it to something else because I'm like, there's no way I there's too much going on here. Yeah, I understand. Wow. Hey guys, if we get interrupted during the show, uh, we will be back on the air. It's just. There may possibly be showings of the studio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing a, a walkthrough, an open house. I believe they definitely did it Saturday, and I heard there was some tonight, but 7.30, I, don't, I can't see it happening at this point. I wonder if that means it's sold. Maybe. Maybe. I wonder if nobody's coming. The plot thickens. Doom, 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 doom. That was Jetro Talto. What? That that was no, a, that yeah, was not that was a B, it was, was on a B side of one of the records. I nope. guarantee it. You nope, find no, that exact same sound. It <laughs> is still listed for sale, and nothing, nothing on this site had listed the uh, the open house. Just so you know, it's evil. Everything it's evil. Subetera. I tried to get there. Uh-huh. To the to the uh, the main events of the matches from the eleventh, the second to final night, the semifinals. Were they? I mean, I guess they probably don't call them the semifinals, but the two there were still four wrestlers left in that. Right. One. I was going to watch two matches. The right. winners go to the next. The co-main event and the main event. Yeah. However, I know who's in it. Yeah. I know who wins because it shows on the yeah. – when I went to go watch it, I couldn't – So pissed about that. Where are you? Yeah, because I, I had that whole nightmare tooth problem Saturday morning. Yeah. So I missed the, I missed the uh, end of the B block. Yeah. But I didn't go on social media, and I was in too much pain. I wasn't paying attention to anything. But I knew, like, hey, if I get home, if I get through this, I'm just going to take a bunch of pain pills, and I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and then as soon as that's over with, should be about the time the main event's starting of the G1 final. Yeah. Because it would be the next day. Yeah. So I got through it, and as soon as I went to the menu, I saw the, the, who were the, the, yeah, thing that's who the, was problem. the finals. Yeah, it shows you because you can click to watch the next show. Yeah. And it shows you the two were the only ones on there. They've got to fix that. They can't show you right on there who's in the finals, right? Like, well, shouldn't they at that point just show they the should. bracket? Shouldn't they just show the bracket? The or whole something? tournament they do that, and it's like, oh, okay, these are the two main events of the night. Yeah. But none of them really matter as to the results. 
where yeah, at the end it obviously gives it away. So the final one definitely shouldn't. It just should say like G one finals. Right. No picture of the trophy. Because you want to watch it. Yeah. I agree. They're learning. Oh yeah. That product's getting better and better and it's uh it's really moving along. Uh what do you know? Speaking of I mean uh wrestling and the indies. Uh basically indies these days means anything but WWE. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, New Japan, New Japan isn't, isn't an indie, but you know what I mean. No, no, I wouldn't consider them an indie. All right, so non-WWE. I'd go Ring of Honor and down. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, were you the one like kind of speaking about there's some rumblings going on about Ring of Honor being behind something? Well, there's kind of a rumor that they may actually be behind the whole all-in pay-per-view. Well, like they're, it's more of their product than people think. I mean, I'm sure it's. We kind of discussed this last night with Brandon, who's going to all in with us. Which I'm not trying to diminish it at all because it's, it's awesome, and I still I think that it's probably driven by those guys. But of course, the Ring of Honor production team you're going to work out a deal with, right? Right, because they've done pay per views before. Yeah. Now that they've gone on t- television, definitely that's involved. But so the pre-show, so either way, I don't know. The pre-show is going to be on WGN America. Yeah. So I guess you don't want to hire like four local kids who are like, "Hey, we'll do this for you." Right. Exactly. You know, to handle the production. Because I think I think a lot of the fan doesn't give a shit what it looks like. Yeah. Right. Like, so, not to a point. Like to a point. You don't just want like a still camera on it. Can you hand me that water bottle. Mm-hmm. Getting a little pants here, buddy. Um. Yeah, so I think they brought in the uh, at least the production crew, and uh, I don't I don't know how much of it they own. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, the question is the reasoning you bought the ticket to All In was it felt like you were supporting Cody. Right. Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, thank you though. You feel like you're supporting Cody. You feel like you're impo- supporting independent talent, not a not a company, and that was the appeal to it. And now it feels like, well, maybe I'm supporting a company. But at the end of the day, the product is being delivered, and it's a, a really good product. So, um, yeah, I'm not upset about it, regardless of who takes the profit share. Whoa. Willie has been seen. All right, yeah. You're going a little out of focus there. I noticed on the Facebook thing you have an enforcer's hat. My enforcer's hat. Yeah. And you're wearing an enforcer's uh, T-shirt. Yeah. I thought it, you were the official Bears fan. It just felt right. I am a Bears fan. You have a shirt that says you're the official Bear fan. I am an official Bears fan. I'm not an official Enforcers fan, but I can wear the shirt. Mm. That's ridiculous. I think that uh, somehow violates the terms of the contract. Okay. Like all on right. all, on what's that? All in University uh, uh-huh. Football. You what? Yeah. What's the name of that show on Netflix? Um, Last Chance. Last Chance. You. you. Last chance you. I still got to pick up on this last season again. Well, they have a contract with like a certain brand, like, yeah. like Reebok or somebody, to do their shoes. And somebody gets a gift of another thing, and he's like, oh, I can't wear that. And she's like, why? And, you know, he's like, oh, we got this contract thing. Right. So, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. the same thing. I think you wearing the Enforcer shirt I think this affects is a little the contract I think a this is just a, a wee bit different than that. I really do. I don't know. Uh, if you have any questions, leave us a comment like Patrick has left us comments there. Uh, or just give us a phone call. Uh, what, what is it? The number is... 
Yes, call 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834. We have come upon the time of the show where we are no longer two guys in the dark. No. Talking no. on into a microphone. Uh, we got uh, The light came on. It's coming back, Al. Well, we did start a little bit late tonight on Monday night. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we're about a few months, month and a half. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we are. Now, Al, a couple months ago we went out to dinner uh, the night of our show for you and Brent, and I went out. It was the night for my birthday. Right. And we did the show and then went out. Did we? Yep, we did. Uh Uh-huh. But this time, you know, we pushed the show to the next day because we went out for your birthday, which I'm not arguing. Well, there's a big difference all. here, Clark. It, it, allow me to present the evidence. One, you, as you just stated, uh-huh. we were just three guys going out for dinner after a show. Three guys sitting in a big six-man booth, actually. It was really, really roomy. Yeah, we were just going out and, and celebrating a dinner. Yeah, it was fantastic. Mine, which you guys made into my birthday. Dinner. Mine Thank was you. an invited Thank birthday Thank you. dinner. It was an invited birthday that dinner. That you had to make reservations for, and so there were much, multiple people involved. It wasn't just three dudes going so out much, for no reason. So much This was so, a birthday dinner. Now, so much so, your birthday dinner was so well organized, so greatly organized. People cared so much for you that more than the number you thought would be there showed up. Damn. You thought your percentages were going to be lower than what they were, right? Because they had told you that they could not accommodate more than ten. Yeah, I, when I went to make the reservations, I'm like, hey, I need a table for like fifty. I go, uh, all right. Well, I mean, what's the max you could do? And she's like, eight, maybe ten. Okay. I go, okay, and uh, eleven showed up. Yeah. So, it was it was tight. Yeah. But it was a good crowd. Yeah. I thought. I thought the right people came. We would have been screwed if one more person came. Absolutely. So Well, we could have moved and gotten that one table. Right. After. We would have had that corner table too. Yeah. It would mm-hmm. I mean it would have worked out, but nobody burned themselves that I know of. No. On no. the grills. I think it's really hard to burn yourself there. No, what you were saying was there were some restaurants, Japanese restaurants that are getting great they get great reviews here, you know, in Chicago. However, not all of them have the grill it yourself thing that you the experience you get. Well, the hibachi is the hibachi. The every other hibachi there, bar I've found in Chicago was uh, basically they cook it at the table for you. Oh, they don't okay. take the risk of you just doing it yourself, right? And undercooking meats probably the the fear. But are places like we went to taking on a a bigger risk with the American insurance companies by doing that, or are they just fucking doing it and not giving maybe. a maybe? I think it. I think it's very hard to get sick. From like the, the way it's seasoned, the way it's prepared. Sure. Like even if you ate it raw, I think you would be, you probably be okay. I would probably do it. not the chicken, definitely. Not the chicken. They tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny in Japan, I, we didn't do the chicken. No. No or shrimp. Okay. Um, maybe just well, didn't order it. I mean, we ordered the two biggest things. Like we ordered enough food. What they say is for twelve. Uh-huh. And we ordered it for eleven, and I think that they already have a bigger portion. I think that what they say for six people is really probably good for eight, right? Generally, so I think that we ate something that sixteen could have. Like, I talked to one of the members today that, that was there last night who said that he had a like a small side salad for lunch. Yeah, like he's still full. It was a massive meal, absolutely. For sure. And I was a little concerned 
because I didn't know how which way it would go. Yeah, that it would go the other way, and I think everybody was because when the first tray of meat comes out, everyone's kind of like, oh, okay. You know, you like grab one piece. Yeah, and you're like, oh, all right. Are you sure it's Jethro Tull? I, I am. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's Jethro. Yeah. No, that's good. What do you think it is? I think it's Jethro Tull. I don't know why that. Well, I mean, the highlight of the story was you saw Jethro Tall. So, so I'm going to have a small bit of yard. And the other night I was back home, right at the place where I used to find the night crawlers at night and sell the worms out uh, to help with this root canal business. I was thinking of restarting Clark's Worms. Yeah. All proceeds. Go to our teeth. Now I'm wondering. I like that idea. Now I'm wonding if, if it was. Yeah, I know. The, I know the da 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 da. It's definitely Jet Fuel. I didn't think it was that one. But it's not the one. That well, that song might not be the, the. I thought most of their music has is a, is a flute in it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because here's top third song. Is it tough competing in a man's world? Right, this is not Jet Fuel. All right, there we go. Going to start with one that you may well know. Cast your minds back, if you will, to 1972 or thereabouts and spot the tune. Really don't mind if you Jesus one this movie blue? This is Jethro. Shout I may make you feel that I can't make you think. Your sperm's in the gutter, your love's in the sea. All right, get to some float already. Saw your eyes, you see. I'm a bad dream. That's the pay of him. Yeah, I don't know. No. What about 13 great rock flute songs? That should get us there. I see, I can't think of the other flute band though. If, if they're not the flute band, no, it's not the mamas and the papas. Um, I mean, the guy's whipping a flute around on stage. I just haven't seen him play it yet. Oh boy, here we go. It's Jethro Tall. It's Jethro Tall. It's Jethro Tall. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. 100%. Hmm. Yeah. The mom, the mamas and the papas had a flute, Al. California Dreamin'. Yeah. Beatles, you, you've got to hide your love away. They did a flute solo. Right. Those are all flute solo songs, but it had to have been Jethro Tall. I think so. That's my vote. That's uh, the official flute plan. Is uh, is Jethro? See now I'm lost and I don't understand why sound's not coming out. <clears throat> you can give us a call at eight 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 seven eight seven four. No, that's not it. That's our old number. What is it, Al? What's the number? The guest number seven six zero four five four eight eight three four seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. And I'm gonna look. Uh, Leave a comment on Facebook Live if you're listening there. If you're listening later, uh, head over to Apple. Uh, you know, go to the podcast place and leave us a five star review. Four stars will do. What the hell? We'll take four at this point. You gotta have some fours before you can get to the five. What are Patrick? Facebook says thick as a brick. 
Which in there, I think that song is the. That's what he said. The song is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The flute hmm. song. Like the main, like it's a definitive flute song, right? The, like rock. Yeah, you could be right. Wait a minute. Here it is. <clears throat> Jethro Tull to perform at Buffalo Chip. There it is. At I Buffalo Chip at, at Sturgis. Mm-hmm. Oh, you all right? That's a good way to do it. Wow. 2003, that sounds about right. Yep. Entertain them as well as yourselves. Uh... Oh, yeah. I think I saw Robbie Knievel there. Wow. Well, they got pretty drunk. Don't worry about it. Hey, Clark! Hey, turn that shit down. Oh, hey, Clark! Boy. What? This music Oh boy! Yeah, I'm gonna go why? listen to some why, George why Strait. This? this is terrible. God damn! And look at this. My hey. life really turns out well. I go to Three doors down. I don't get oh. laid, and I hear Dextro talk. That's where I saw Travis Tritt. Hell yeah! Yes. When he never, this guy never plays the damn flute. He he dances yeah. on the stage for an hour without ever playing the flute. I think my last night there was for Thirty Eight Special. Hold on loosely, right? Is that oh yeah. Yep. Night Ranger and Tesla. That's right. I saw Tesla there. It's all coming back to me. He's dancing. He's putting the. He's taking the flute and putting it like it's his penis as he's dancing around and he's playing. Uh, what do you call those things? You shake. Why a is symbol. somebody doing that? This is Jetro Tall. Oh, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. He's still dancing with me. There we go. Fine. There it is. Night Ranger? Hell yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Seether? That sounds exactly right. Yeah, so I, I'm over at Second City now. Taking some classes there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, no. I'll be on Saturday Night Live one day. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. I can't. Oh, I want to take a selfie, but they don't exist yet. This is ridiculous. This is my favorite part. Oh, yeah? Oh, is this, is this your favorite part? Because I like to talk during concerts. This, I love oh, get out of here. conversations during people's favorite parts of songs. Sometimes it's nice to have a conversation. Yeah. So, uh, I moved to Chicago. I actually live by Wrigley. Oh, my goodness. Why? Why are you doing Hey, I don't know if you saw it. The last night as we were paying the check, uh-huh. uh, word came across my telephone that for your birthday, the... Cubs of Chicago. Yeah. Big night. Down three to nothing, the rookie David Bodie hit a grand slam to win the game four to three on ESPN national television. Everybody saw it. Yeah, it, people were very excited. The team mobbed him when he got to the Why plate. Why did they rip they his ripped uniform his, off? They ripped it off. How him. disrespectful is that? You never see that in football. That is disgusting. Like, what a disgrace of a team. Oh, it was pretty fantastic. That was one of the greatest moments of all time. You're being ridiculous. I thought you don't like this. Hey, you wanna you wanna come back to my uh, uh oh never mind, I got a girlfriend back home. I like that this isn't young Clark. This is just 
I'm thinking about joining this comedy accident thing. Fifteen years ago. Honey, can you, can you calm down? It's one of the, only the two minutes of the song. He actually plays for blue. Unbelievable. Unreal. Oh, he's waking up the show baby now. Hello. Where's, uh, where's the show Beautiful. All right, enough of that. So, I've got to tell you, uh, that Dunkin' Donuts right over here on Pulaski, fantastic. Awesome service. I went in there to order two iced coffees. The Pulaski one. I wanted two large iced coffees. Yeah. And she's like, I'm sorry, I don't have ice. I, we don't have large cups, so how about I give you two mediums for the same price? Oh, that's so that's why, why I walked combo. in with four coffees, four mediums, which the mediums are huge. Yeah. The medium iced coffee is pretty huge. That's so I got those. Plus, she gave me the 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. deal of one ninety nine for an iced coffee from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., even though it was nearly 6.15. Lovely, lovely wow. customer service over there. I She gave me the, you know, the receipt and said, hey, will you fill out a fill out a, a survey here on this website and i seriously considered it wow she's trying to win a contest and she's giving shit away to that's do why it. she's doing it no doubt about it look at that unbelievable yep so i'll take it well i've never been a sturgis so i'm kind of jealous so next week uh-huh. is next week SummerSlam already I think it is. Isn't that crazy? I think it is, yeah. I might try to watch it. Yeah. Um, we may have to discuss the show a little bit, but I think we're good. We're uh, we're doing a final walkthrough at 4 p.m. Oh. Like we're going to walk through the house. Yeah. And say, hey, this seems different. You should show up with a magnifying glass oh, in your hand. Like have no a magnifying glass as you're just walking through. God, that tripped people up. Hell, yeah. You can come in, maybe, maybe even carry one of those, uh, what are those scopes, microscopes. Can I get a spectacle? Yeah, a spectacle would be a all right. Spectacle? Or what? What are the tech? Spectacle. Now I'm not saying I'll wake up for this, but possibly if I would, could uh, maybe I come? No. As your official inspector, Ooh. I'll wear like a, I'll wear a lab coat. Well, no, they, they already, we already had the inspection. Well, this is the real one now. You could come they, as my advocate. They passed the inspection you could that be you my, prepared for. This is the surprise. You could walk in and go, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Al Larcher. Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the And I am the advocate for the family that's moving in. Yeah, I'll be your advocate. Known as the Lawrences. If I could make a proclamation, it'll be like that British idiot, the Queen. Wait, the Queen's an idiot? She has proclamations, why? Clark. That's stupid. What? Why? Why are proclamations stupid? You have you have somebody <laughs> walk up with you a piece of paper and go, "I on this day proclaim." Like, shut the fuck up. Well, that's Seriously, just like what? I, that's like what the, the president does. The president signs a big book with a pen, like it's 
it's all pageantry. All, they all do it. There's pageantry everywhere. You There's might as well add a nice accent a and, and a be a sweet little old lady. It's beautiful. I hate that woman. I really do. Oh, my God. No, it's a whole family. You hate stupid. the queen. I hate the queen. You should have been a naked gun. Why? Remember that? I must kill the queen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'd never go or that was far. That naked gun Come two on. and a half. One of them, yeah, that was the thing. Reggie Jackson, like, they, they got brainwashed. They got tricked into, like, Reggie Jackson, famous outfielder. Yeah, Did the, I must kill the queen. I must kill, remember? No? Mm. Speaking of Leslie Nielsen, he was in a movie called Airplane. Did you have any idea that just anybody who works around planes for some time, maybe you're a baggage fella and uh-huh. whatnot, maybe you direct planes and move them around, did you know that it'd be possible not only to just take off in an airplane, I, but also to be able to do a fucking loop-de-loop? No. And what he said was, he said, oh, I play a lot of video games. Like, you play a lot of video games, Al. Do you think you could fucking... And no, I, I mean, no disrespect to the family of uh, the, the person who passed away in Seattle. Yeah. But do you think you could do that with an airplane if you had worked around airplanes? Like, obviously, there may be a chance to really study it a little bit. I actually don't know the story. I saw it on the news, but I didn't pay attention. Um, he was a ground agent. Somebody died, though? He did. Oh. He, he crashed into an island. An island? Yeah. Nice. By Seattle. Like, yeah, this guy's a hero. Densely populated. Yeah. Like, he, he knew he was going out. This country doesn't have enough folk heroes. He was that going out. He hero. was going out, and he landed where he hurt nobody. Because there, there were two plane stories today. There's another oh, one oh, yeah. of, a, like, a dude got into it with his wife and got arrested for, like, domestic violence. So he jumped in. An hour later, he jumped into a plane, and he 9-11 the plane into the house. No, yeah. no way. Tried killing That's them. That's fucking awful. Killed himself. That is That's horrible. awful. Well, yeah. That's awful. If you can honestly compare it to 9-11, it's generally going to be bad, and that, it's horrible. So, dude. So happy plane story, sad plane story. A lot he, of stolen planes. So. He literally did, like, and stuff. Wow. And is the that guy, film? The guy who was trying to talk him out of it. Yeah, there's film, and then there's... uh. There's audio uh, of the, the talking with the cockpit, and the guy talking to him was pretty... I thought he was pretty fantastic. What? What pit? Huh? What pit? What pit? What pit? What did you say? What pit? Oh, the cockpit. Okay. Oh, I, I may have actually found that funny when I was a kid, for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, but... Um, like, he did the loop-de-loop, and then, like, the guy on the other end, uh, in the cockpit, he said... Uh, that was a nice move. Now, what do you say we try to land this thing? Like, he was very engaging with the guy. Yeah. But the guy was just like, man, hey, there's a lot of people who care about me out there. Uh, I just, I'm sorry for what I'm doing here. I'm just a guy with a couple screws loose, and I didn't really know it. Wow. So weird, huh? Who's playing Unreal. with that? Um, It was an airline. Uh, for, like, a small airline. Like, a... You know, we had propellers on it, but, I mean, they sat over 100 people. It was a commercial airline. Yeah. The the airline was a a side gig, like a regional version of uh, Alaska Airlines owned them. Did you see the local guy? I just guy? think it's insane to fly it. Did you see the local news reporter, Brad Edwards? No. He he does these. He's actually pretty good, but he's really annoying at the same time. Is he on two? He's on two, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he does them, like. Dateline style, like his last story was like, we in the, we found out through the city that people weren't getting their garbage cans on time, yeah. and then we made a phone call, and the next day, garbage cans. It's investigative reporting or whatever. Right, right. 
he did a piece on a dude in Indiana who cracked the D was DW. Who's the guy who's the the, the plane? Yes, parachute. Uh, bank yeah, the parachute. Driver. The uh, sunglasses. Yeah, DW. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. DW White DB, DB, DB Sweeney. No, that's an actor. Anyways, the dude. Uh, that guy became like a folk hero. This guy should be a folk hero, and because America needs more folk heroes. Well, this know? guy didn't jump. My name's Alfred Galea. At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. Oh, my gosh. Boom. Al, that's fantastic. Another I mean, folk hero. If you ever are watching something and think you see somebody similar to yourself, I know I did. But, I mean, you had the name. He was an Alfred. Was that kid not an Alfred? That kid was an Alfred. Unbelievable. Alfred Galea. Don't you listen, Clark? So the Little League World Series kids are making a name for themselves. You had Alfred here who hits dingers, which is amazing. Boom. Then you had the other guy, his graphics. It was like, who's your favorite baseball player? And you know, Patrick a lot of guys. D.B. Cooper. D.B. Cooper. That a boy. Look at this. We should... Thanks, Patrick. He's yeah. better with the Google than us. He probably knows that one. We should have known that. No, like I know that one. I just don't know it now. No, but the other one, it said favorite baseball player, and his was myself. Uh-huh. And then another guy listed, they asked for favorite actor, and he listed a porn star. Like, he listed a dude porn star as okay. his favorite well, actor. These are very different times. Completely schooling. Yeah. Very different times. So. Wow. So what was this about your guy seeing uh, D.B. Cooper? What, what did he say oh, about the, him? The local news guy. He's he went like, to Indiana on this? He went to cra- Indiana. How did he crack story. it in Indiana? This guy, I think, knew D.W. Cooper. Uh, Hooper. D.B. Cooper. D.B. Hooper. D.D. Cooper. Yeah, whatever his name uh, Coops, we'll just call him Coops. This guy knew Coops, and uh, they, he, he was like in the Air Force, and he was a, cr- a code cracker. And DB, Coop left with some kind of uh, bat code, and he cracked the code. And it basically says, I am something Cooper. I'm like How did Corporal it, Cooper. Did you buy it? Kind of, but the story couldn't. It, it like, we contacted the FBI, and they said, it's a closed case unless there's actual evidence. So wow. I don't know that they really had like a, an ending. So long, suckers. That's a quote of uh, D.B. Cooper. Unbelievable. The guy actually landed the airplane, and they brought him money. That's where the ransom took place. They landed it at an airport. Right. And then they took back off, and that's when he jumped out the some bitch. Yeah. I think he, he, he might have requested, as part of the ransom, a parachute. Maybe. That would seem like he was giving his plan away. Why wouldn't you give him one that doesn't work? Or is that too fucking morbid? Yeah, it's pretty morbid. Because the last special I watched on uh, on Coops was, uh, they think he's dead. They think he's croaked. Yeah. This guy I've is still alive, too. though. Unsolved Mysteries had some good ones on it. And they've some of the money has been found because they marked all the bills. Right. Some of them showed up in circulation in a few places, which I would love to have one of those bills. That'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Well, one day in the Clark Man Cave, maybe you will. Having a little frame above the TV. Oh, there it is. He rejected the military-issue parachutes offered by McCord AFB, instead demanding civilian parachutes with manually operated ripcords. Seattle police obtained them from a local skydiving school. Because that's probably what he knew how to use. My goodness. Unreal, my friend. Yeah. 
No, it's exciting. But I thought uh, I thought Brad Edwards had a better piece with the gar- missing garbage cans. I thought okay. this one was a bit of a letdown. I think this he's the guy who did something up. on uh, Amazon uh, delivery people too. Oh yeah, he's busting oh, yeah. Uh, busting you guys. Yeah. Well, you had that disrespectful lady who just randomly, oh, flamboyantly tossed packages. Oh Jesus, that was. You know? Investigative reporting. Yeah. Neat. I think we're going to have our... Uh, I think we, we should probably do a draft special in the next couple of weeks. I saw the Rocks version of Rampage, the movie. Only watch it because Chicago's in it. It's all right. Yeah, it, it's, it's what he does. Uh, when do you want to do the fantasy uh, special? Maybe two weeks. All right. Maybe a week. Uh, my league's got to draft sometime soon, and i got to move yeah. around it. Yeah. So I'm trying to get the schedule pinned down. Uh, I'll have that in the next day or two. That'll be interesting. I'm in the same boat. People keep asking me if I'm doing my leagues, and it's like, well, yeah, maybe. Kind of. It's the most baffling unsolved crime in FBI history. Oh what is he God. saying with his number system? In 1971, a man skyjacked an airplane for ransom and vanished into the night sky. And we have a match. Unsolved until now. I got two bronze stars. Sergeant Rick Sherwood triangulated targets. You were a code breaker. Yes. Trying to eradicate the Blah, blah, blah. He solved the thing and then then they end it. It's like detective work. It's the most baffling unsolved. It's a remarkable set of circumstances. Okay. Oh, so here's the banter at the end is always the fun part. By, by all accounts, even according to former FBI guys, behavioral analysts, it's a remarkable set of circumstances. Okay. It is. Remarkable. Brad, thanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great story. Thanks. So he cracked it. He cracked it. He cracked it. If you want that full story, go to CBS News and they, they got the type in Brad Edwards and Cooper. You'll, you'll find it. Yeah. Oh, well, my daughter started saying bye. Bye? Bye. And waves. Bye. Wow. That's how she does it. That's pretty cool. Uh, when you're at the store, we went to Jewel and... Uh, does she know what it means? Yeah. Like, she what is she it, saying goodbye to? She says to? it when we're leaving. But she says it to everybody when we, when we like, push our cart away from somebody else. Bye. Oh. And waves at them. And people are getting... Some people get scared. Get stunned like whoa! <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah. What if you had just like this kid? If you didn't know Hazel, and all of a sudden she's just like, "Bye." You know, you just go. I'm, should I wave? Yeah. I don't know if I'm supposed to interact with child. Yeah. Anyway, it's fun. So what? What does she? She know? Does she know his mom and dad? Yeah. Mama, dad, dad. Yeah. She's got like nine words. Was she point at? Did she point at you? When ball she's... boat. She uh, she knows that a dog says woo. How does she know a boat? And a cow says moo. I mean, we live in Chicago. How does she know boat? She has a boat uh, in a bathtub. Boat. Oh. So anytime she's in the bathtub play, you just keep going boat. She can say more. Man, have you showed her a boat? Not like a real boat. Well, well no, she, she was, should see a real well, boat. she was on a boat on our vacations. Those were boats. She heard the word boat a lot on vacation. Because we're going to the boat. Because yeah. we'd go right on the boat. That was something. She was staring. She wasn't even having as many words, but like staring at me when I was like behind the boat on like the wakeboard. Uh-huh. Like, and then when I like fall down, like I guess she was really She'd go bye. She just, <laughs> yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah, yes, exactly. 
She's getting fun. Why does she have like a southern uh, accent? I don't know. It's a southern bye. Bye. It's got a little bye. <laughs> it's amazing. Wow. Yeah. They don't cry all the time, I swear. Yeah, right. Oh, does she know food? Man. Like, does she know important stuff? Like, hungry. That's the um, first word I would have learned. Hungry. She does more. More? Still when she's hungry, we're, and we're starting to transfer into eat and food. But yeah, like when, that was the first thing we taught her was sign language for more, which is putting your fingers the way I'm doing it here, Al. And that's how, she, like, when she was eating, I'd say, what would you like? And she'd go, more. Well, now, after she started talking a bit, now I, I'm like, I can't hear you. Can you say more? And then she will. Mo. Sometimes it's mo. Now, ma. Is, I mean, what if she does this the rest of her life with the hand signals? Will That's she fine. say more? More. It's fine. And then, like, I, I'm not sure she knows what all done means, but we get her to do it at the end of the meal because she'll accidentally say it while she's definitely still hungry. All done. Yeah. But it's more like, ah, uh, like she doesn't say all done, but all on, like, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Wow, this yeah. is Riveting. exciting stuff. Hey, Riveting. Man, I'm telling Brad you. Brad Edwards. And in an in an apartment building in Chicago, isn't soon to be a house. Brad Edwards, uh, like crossing over, isn't he the psychic medium? No, that's the uh, that's the other Brad Edwards. John Edwards. John Edwards. Why Why were you never a psychic medium, Al? I tried a yeah. couple years. Yeah. Did you give it Ran an effort? Side business. Yeah. Clark, I Somebody see. over here lost a grandfather, and there's like 15 people. That's all you have to do is numbers. Huh? It's just numbers. You're just narrowing down the field, right? Yeah. Somebody here ate tuna for lunch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I heard from either it was a male figure, a father, or an uncle, or a, and then they just start naming all yeah. the possible male figures yeah. that could be in your life. Oh, your grandfather. Your grandfather came to me before the show, and he <sighs> said, I-, I want him to know I used to love tuna sandwiches, too. Absolutely. Does that mean anything to you? Does that does, is there any does well, that have any meaning? The day to before you? my grandfather died, I made him a tuna sandwich. Wow! Yeah, he said he forgives you, and he loves you. Why? Why? Why do they get TV shows? You could scam the shit out of anybody. It's phenomenal. I'm not. That phase is kind of. Over. I believe in something. Yeah, it's gone. Now people just get scammed on the internet. Absolutely. Nah, that's, that's where it's all at. Uh, somebody tried to scam me in the parking lot, the old uh, I'm Stranded uh, grocery store parking lot one today. But yeah. I was like, why are you stranded? Sure, just wasn't stranded? Why are you stranded on Milwaukee? Nah, no. Was it the, hey, I need bus fare? And here's the problem. If he was strand, if he was actually stranded, it's been ruined by those fucking scammers who pull that move. That's an old scam. Right. Uh you know, because somebody will give you 20 bucks to go fill your tank so you can get home. Like, people are that generous. Yeah. You just really have to watch out for it. Really? And, what then, gas was and then I saw a little bit less of the scam at the Aldi. Okay. When I go up to get my cart, there's a gentleman hanging out right by there. I'm like, all right, he's going to want my quarter after this. So then I go in, we do our shopping, we come out, go to the car, unload, bring the carts back up, and sure enough, he's offering everybody, hey, I can take your cart back for you. Should I have just let that guy take my cart back and take the quarter? Or out of principle, it's like, hey, man, you're kind of, this just isn't the right place to, to ask people for money. Because this system works a little different. Aldi, it's a quarter into the cart, you know? Yeah. Like, what? him scamming the quarter. He oh. stood there like, hey, let me take that cart back for you. Was he a homeless so guy? He, or? Yeah, more than likely. 
Well, what what was he going into Aldi's for then? He wasn't going in. He was hanging out outside, at, asking if he could put your cart back for you. But he wouldn't go as far away as I parked. But he he would he he asked me still even after I pushed it back. He's like, can I take that cart for you? Like, and then he wanted the quarter. And I saw him take like four or five while I was there. Yeah. Which in one thing, I don't mind helping a guy out with a quarter. I just, I wasn't sure about the system. Like, I've paid it forward there before. I've just left a quarter in and put it back. You know that? Just. Are you worried about the Bears system? The Chicago Bears? Yeah. No. You trust, you trust in Nagy? It's supposed to be very complex. After the fourth. After the fourth preseason game, I think we'll have a better idea. My question for you is, do you think uh, week one against the Packers? There was a time where I thought the Bears had the upper hand. Adams keeps rising in my fantasy boards. I'm not completely positive. Are, are they signing Khalil Mack? I don't know. I haven't heard anything. There's some rumblings going on about them signing Khalil Mack. And I, I mean, the Bears are us. Them. The, the Packers. Yeah, week one. There are some uh, books who had the Bears with that game, but now uh, they're they're switching over, from what I understand. The Packers are starting to see some love. I guess it really depends on what kind of an impact Smith can have. Is he still a starter, game one? I mean, he can be back in time to play in that fourth preseason game, which is huge. Oh, he's playing. Because they have five this year, Al, so the fourth is what really the third for everybody else. But do you think he's starting game one, middle linebacker? Yeah, absolutely. Right. I do. Yeah, I think it'd be crazy not to. Right. And I feel like the the I think Fangio is the kind of guy who's like, no, my best player plays. He's the best player Uh, unless he can't pick up the defense because he's supposed to be the field general. Right. Like they are giving him that responsibility. Sure. So I mean, he's 22 years old, 21 or 22. I mean, he's young. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Like, that's a lot of responsibility. Sure it is. Um, and then to be late on top of that, and we've already talked about I'm never tardy. Like, I, I, if I was a football player, I would have signed the day before you're supposed to sign. No matter what. Well, the deal would be right. Yeah. The deal would be right. Yeah, it just Make kind sure of sucks. Right. The, uh, the, uh, not the politics of it, but the, the reasons that it takes so long and whatnot. You know, the Bears made a mistake at first in the negotiations, it sounded like, but then... His agency, man, uh, holding out for the future is what they were doing there. Like, they, they're holding out for the future of their agency so they can yeah. set a precedent for what they continue to do for their, for their players. Uh, it's a tough situation all around. I did hear today that uh, Smith Rokon is, a, uh, is an intelligent, business-minded person. I bet he'd get laid at Sturgis. Maybe. I'm not positive. I don't know either. That's actually a tough call. Yeah. We'll see, though. We'll see what happens. He's going to be a rock star. That's what's going to happen. The legacy, the lineage will continue of great Bears middle linebackers. So the final walkthrough, if if that is the night of SummerSlam, which, uh, oh, no. Yeah, it is the night of SummerSlam. Uh, The night before is Pearl Jam at, uh, at Wrigley Field. You're going to see Pearl Jam? Uh, I think I'm going to go stand out on side of Waveland and listen to a song or two. Yeah. Wow. That is the life of a... Married guy? Middle-aged uh, married yeah. man, huh? Yeah. No, it is. That's what I'm going to do. But then I, I have a big weekend, so I can't stay out too late. No, no, no. Of course not. Will you sneak some uh, beer? 
with you? Yeah, I'll probably fill up one cup at the Seven Eleven. Okay. Do one one big uh, mixed drink for it, and then uh, maybe I'll bring the vape pen, and that'll be about it. Okay. Call it an early night. I might stick around for the whole show, but I don't know. We'll see. Because you can hear him perfectly uh, standing out there, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's how I went the first time they played, and then they had a rain delay, and then I was able to get in nice. after. I think that was 2012, which 2012 September was uh, the year that we started podcasting, Al. We, uh, we've been podcasting for six years. Wow. With a little break in between. There, there is uh, proof out there on the Internet that we have... We are podcast veterans. You think the show would be better by now? We are some of the longest tenured podcasters out there. Would you agree? I agree. I would. I would have to agree. You would think it would get better. What kind of pit was it? It was a cockpit. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I don't know what else there is to say. Um, I don't think there is anything else to be said. I'm excited to see more bears, but we we need a couple weeks. We need week one of the NFL is what we need. They're going to be practicing in Denver for a week, for the whole yeah. week, leading up to the game there. You got to win over that uh, Rocky Mountain High. Yeah, that's right. That has a different meaning these days. Is weed legal in the NFL now? I don't think it is. I don't think it is either, but I... It's got to be close. Yeah. I mean, I would hope they start looking the other way a little bit. There are much better uh, qualities of THC. Because, like, the NBA, it's legal, right? I'm pretty sure it is. Martellus Bennett says 89% of NFL players use marijuana. 89? 89%. How the fuck do you pick a number 89 out? Maybe he did it. Maybe he quizzed 100, 100 NFL players. Out of 100 players. NFL players. 89 of 89 them. 89 of them. That, there's a good chance. I think that's a fair chance, yeah, but <laughs> so, that's amazing. Maybe, he probably thought of the one hundred. Uh, I bet he did. He 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 does think things through. He smokes, right? I would think. Oh yeah, oh yeah. See. Yeah, I'm seeing reports from 2016. Owner saying punish it. Owner saying legalize it. The NFL Players Association. Actively studying the use of medical marijuana. Yeah, I don't know. It's still, like, that's unclear. NFL drug policy marijuana. Um, let's see here. Five things. Here's a Sports Illustrated. Five things you didn't know about the NFL drug policy. Uh, league substance view, PEDs. 15, in the NBA, the limit is strict. A minuscule 15 nanograms of THC. Metabolite per milliliter of blood. Yeah. But after a player is tested for the fourth time, they are not tested again for the rest of the year. Oh. So they test them four times, and then after that, they can get as high as as they want. Down that green highway. Okay, marijuana is handled differently from all other substances. The discipline procedures for marijuana abusers are less strict than violations for all other drugs. Clause 1.5.2C states that additional offense is allowed before suspensions are leveraged in cases involving marijuana, and up until that point, fines for positive tests are less steep. 
So it sounds mm-hmm. like it's very close to American law on it. It's just like, yeah, it's illegal. If we catch you, we're going to fine you. But, you, you know, we're not, we're not sending you to Rikers Island for it. Is Rikers Island still a thing? I do not believe that it is, Al. Hmm. Well, it's a good tourist spot, then. I would have to say. This year says a player who tests positive for marijuana can quickly go from missing 25% of the season to receiving a lifetime ban. Despite all of this, the NFL is nonetheless full of mar- marijuana users. Ricky Williams estimated 50, as many as half of his teammates. Yeah, I know. I mean, every athlete I know smokes weed. Yeah. Every dude I, I know who, like... like yeah, who, I've known some pro fighters and things like that. Yeah. They, they tend to smoke. Just had a fight recently, one. I, I know. Wow. Yeah. Our knockout boy Ryan just... Um, did you see that knockout? Yeah, yeah. Brutal. He fucking whooped him. Bam. Well, Took him down. Good fight, man. I've Woo. been to the Bahamas with that guy. Yeah, you have. Isn't that weird? Um, who else? Oh, the guy... Yeah, I guess I'm not going to give names. There was a Bulls player I know I've smoked with. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm not going to say but, yeah. He's already high. But, uh... Sure. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, dad weed is definitely, uh, vape pens is the dad style of, uh, 2017, 2018. It's gone there. Sure. Sure. I, uh, the... The dap pen I'm just not used to. Yeah. So it hits me a little different. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I'm not driving to the grocery store tonight. Right. You know, I'm probably just going to watch a live PD and watch people get arrested for smoking weed. Nice. That's fantastic. Then Oh, you know what tonight is, though? Tonight is Madden night. Uh Uh-oh. Why is tonight Madden night? Because I haven't had... I've been... This tooth has been so painful, I haven't been able to really play it since it's come out. And then I couldn't be in my apartment and all kinds of shit. So tonight's the night. I'm going to have some time with it. My tooth right now is, is chill. Like, it hurts, but it's not like, oh, my God, I can't, yeah. I can't do things. So, which I'm hoping it stays the next couple of days until the root canal. But, yeah, so. As do I. So, yeah, it's Madden night. And then what's her name? Renee, Renee Young is uh, calling oh, wrong doing- tonight. Yeah, is she doing color commentary or play-by-play? Yeah. Play? I think she's play-by-play. Play. Wow. She's one of the three in the booth. Yeah. Uh, can we catch the opening segment after this? Yeah, we can do that. Awesome. Cool. I think we should All right. wrap it up. Well, everything that's been said has been said. We're not 100% sure uh, when the show is next week. We didn't talk much about SummerSlam because, quite frankly, we haven't really been paying attention. I know Al's no, devoting more time to New Japan right now. Oh, briefly, we should probably talk to G1 since we teased it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the G1 ended. It, it was a really interesting, fun ending. Where so the A block came down to, and they they always book it where the last night are really are guys who statistically should have a good chance of winning the thing. Yeah. So it's like the dream matchup. So the last night was for the B block for the A block was um, Tanahashi, who was on a redemption story. He was the guy who was the face of the company for the last decade. Uh-huh. He was the star. Yeah. And uh, he's been on, he's, he's uh, 41 years old now. Like he says that in promos. Hey, I'm 41. Have you said he's kind of the John Cena? He's, he's been around that long. They're absolutely. about the same age. Yeah. But he's loved. People love him. Okay. And I don't get it. I, still, I, I seem to like everybody he's wrestling, but at the end of the day, then again, I generally like heels. He seems to be the guy. Like, okay. Yeah. But he's been, he's been kind of hurt 
lately. Last okay. couple of years. Last two years since I've started watching, he's been injured. Makes sense. He's 41. So he's going up against Okada, who was the, who's the guy who broke every one of Tanahashi's records. Yeah. As the greatest well. champion he, of all time. It, two took, years it took Kenny Omega, uh, in your mind, uh, the greatest wrestler yeah. of today. It took him four matches to finally actually get the belt. Right. From this guy. Yeah. It's phenomenal. So, yeah. So, Okada. But he, he went on a 12-match streak. 12 defenses at the time. Yes. So, they, they, do, they prefer to go over, uh, talk about defenses over time periods because it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. So, he had 12 defenses of the title, most ever. And the guy who had it before him, Tanahashi, he actually fought him in, a couple months ago and beat him. And that's when the record was okay. broke. Wow. So, I mean, they, they have a lot of history together. But uh, Tanahashi ends up winning. He beats Okada. Okay. And so Okada fires his manager, Gato, and the crowd oh. is really kind of turned on Okada. Fat Xbox. Fat Xbox is gone. Who's okay. the head booker? And my thinking is because he's the head booker at Wrestling's Fake, the guy who's booking it coming to the ring with the guy who's champion seems a little shitty. Yeah. I think the crowd was kind of turning on that thought. So he fires him. Okay. We'll see where that goes. But he loses. And then in the uh, B block, you have three guys in contendership. Naito, who won last year. Hi. You have Kenny Omega. Yep. And the gold, his tag team partner, Kota Ibushi. Okay. The last time Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi fought was six years ago. Kota Ibushi won, and they almost killed each other. And six years ago, they vowed never to wrestle again because someone would get hurt. Jesus. So the, so the thinking is, those two go to a draw. Why give away that match, right? Uh-huh. Right. And then Naito has to win his match to advance, and he needs those two to draw. So if either one wins, they win the tournament. If for Naito to win the tournament, those two have to go to a 30-minute time limit draw, or the other uh, Bullet Club has to interfere, uh, to, and, and he has to win his match. Or Kenny or Kota win the tournament, or win the block. Okay. So the match before the co-main event, Naito goes up against Zack Sabre Jr., yes. who's the submission artist, who's beaten Naito before. Okay. And they, they're slugging it out. They're slugging it out. Everyone expects Naito to win it because it, it makes sense. Going in that last match, you want Naito kind of hanging over there. Right. And out of nowhere, he taps. Zack Sabre Jr. wins. Naito is Holy completely shit. out. So now the main event, whoever wins, is going on to the finals. Okay. And uh, everyone kind of assumes it's going to be Kenny Omega. Kota Ibushi ends up winning in a great match. Wow. Um Unreal. Probably not the match of the okay. tournament, but a great match. Yeah. And then the final night, now I'm thinking, well, Kota is going to win the tournament. The winner of the tournament gets to pick who they fight at uh, Wrestle Kingdom, their WrestleMania, yes. in the Tokyo Dome. And I was thinking Kota Bushi would win it, and then he would pick Kenny Omega, and they'd have their fight for the title, and it would be epic. Uh-huh. Well, Tanahashi ends up winning the match. No shit. Yeah, so Tanahashi, the complete redemption story. Okay. The 41-year-old there wins is. the tournament and uh, looks like he maybe go. You get to pick any champion. You don't have to go for the That's world phenomenal. title. But why wouldn't okay. you? So looks like Tanahashi versus Omega at Wrestle Kingdom, although he has to defend his title shot one time. And Kota and, and Kenny Omega will defend his title coming up against Ibushi, okay. uh, who had an amazing match with Kenny Omega in the tournament. He called him out after the tournament and said, I want you in a match. All right. So that's going to be a bloodbath. Um, anyways, yeah. Dude, so that's it. fantastic. Do uh, you think the, the timing's right for uh, The Miz and Daniel Bryan? Yeah. Especially if the contract's running out. 
Yeah, we were talking uh, just a few months ago that we didn't know if it would happen or not, if his contract is ending, right? Right. Like, they went to that thing with Kane. Then Kane became mayor, so. Right, yeah. And yeah. he couldn't wrestle anymore. It was clear he was kind of Kurt Angled. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. All right, well. Yep. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Have a good night, everybody. Good night.